Hey everyone, DM Jazzy Hands here with a quick pre-show announcement. This week we are releasing the first part of the audio from our live game at the Long Island Tabletop Expo last April, where we premiered the Adventure Babies, child versions of our friends Kit, Bizdira, and Flick, and their friend Ella. It's a bit of a longer episode this week, and the audio is pulled directly from the VOD of the stream, which you can find if you would prefer to watch us. Uh, We've got a link in the episode notes to that. So it's not quite the same quality as you're used to, but it still sounds pretty good, and the fun and silliness of the game makes it all worth it. We really hope you enjoy. Happy gaming, y'all. Hey, good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. We hope you have been enjoying uh, all of the awesome content for the Long Island Tabletop Expo uh, virtual weekend. Uh, My name is Eugenio, also known as your friendly neighborhood Dungeon Master, DM Jazzy Hands. I'm the Dungeon Master and the producer of The Last Refuge, a D&D podcast. Uh, And this is almost all of our crew. We're so excited to get to play a little bit of D&D for you all tonight. Um, Let's go around and introduce ourselves. If you were with us last night for Taking Refuge, you might recognize a few faces. We've got a few new ones. Uh, So let's go ahead and go around, introduce us, let us know who you are, where we can find you on the internet, if that's a thing for you, uh, and who you'll be playing this evening. Let's start with Karin. Hi, I'm Karin. Uh, I'll be playing Kit tonight, um, except tonight she'll be a little bit different. More soon. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Kit is uh, normally in our regular campaign. She is an Azamar dr- Circle of the Moon druid, and she'll be something like that today, right? Yeah, similar. <laughs> similar. similar. <laughs> All right, Alex. Hello, uh, my name is Alex. I normally play Flick on The Last Refuge, and uh, I will be playing Flick this evening, but again, more soon. all right uh lydia i'm lydia hey i played bizdira on the last refuge and i will be playing a variation of bizdira tonight Uh, yeah so that's three of our regular players uh flick is our uh bard ranger and bizdira is our monk uh, we are down one of our regular players for the podcast this week. Taryn, who plays Bria, couldn't be with us this evening. So instead, we decided to bring along the ever-elusive story consultant, Robert. Hi, Robert. <laughs> Hi, everyone. They finally uh, got me on a screen. This is my first time, so I'm very <laughs> nervous. Uh, so my name is Robert Huff. I am the story consultant for The Last Refuge, and I will be playing uh, someone tonight named Ella. Right. Yes, I have that written down because I'll never remember it. I can barely remember Flick and Kid at this point. <laughs> I know. All right. So uh, this is the crew for this evening. You will notice those of you who are familiar with our show, you'll notice a few familiar names. Uh, so what we are doing tonight is we uh, were uh, in contact with Renegade Game Studios uh, and worked out a deal with them. In the Hopefully in the fall of this year, they will be releasing a product uh, written by Alyssa Teague called the Wardlings campaign setting for 5e. Uh, and Renegade has asked us to do a little promo for that. So we're going to be using some of that material from that book. Obviously, Uh, a lot of it is very specific to that world so we have adapted a lot of it to suit our needs Uh, but we're pulling stuff from the wardling settings which means that all of you who are here with us 
tonight get to uh, be present for the very first live streamed game uh, of The Last <laughs> Refuge at a con. Uh, and what we're going to be doing with these games is playing a sort of uh, Muppet Babies, I think I can say that, version of our characters. These are our characters in an alternate universe when they were but wee children. I think the oldest of them tonight uh, are Flick and Bizdira, who are six years old. Uh, Kit is five. And how old is Ella? I don't have it written uh, down. I'll put in a five as well. Okay, also five. <laughs> so we're going to do uh, kids' versions of these using some of the rules from the Wardlings books. Um, if you are familiar with our show, you know that we are all very aware of the childhoods that the characters had. Uh, this is not that. Uh, <laughs> we're not using those stories. This is an alternate universe of them as children. So don't worry. Uh, anything that you learn here that conflicts with our show uh, it doesn't matter. It's the spin-off <laughs> animated series, basically. It's exactly what it is. That's right. <laughs> right. Um, I do want to say uh, we are playing D&D. There will be combat, which means there will be violence. And yes, our players are playing children. So that's the thing you should be aware of. I will say that the Wardlings has a kind of a cool mechanic uh, that basically you'd have to you uh, we can we're 18 plus here so you'd have to fuck up real bad to die in wardlings uh there is a mechanic that makes it extremely difficult which is great because as much fun as it's going to be to see the kid versions of our characters i don't really need to see kids dying in dnd combat that's not fun for anyone um so you should all just be aware uh character death is basically completely impossible uh but you should be aware that we are going to be playing child characters and there is going to be combat and if that's a thing that is uncomfortable for you uh we apologize uh and perhaps you should catch us on our regular podcast feed uh and uh, come join the con after 11 o'clock tonight <laughs> um anything else i need to talk about before we start we should definitely go through and have each of you give us a little quick description of what these versions of your characters look like before we start. Yeah. Who wants to start with that? What, all of you are like, no, not me. All right, I'll Alex, do you it. do I'll it. Yep. Uh-huh. There it is. <laughs> I, was, I was actually very ready for this. Um, <clears throat> so Flick, he is, as uh, DM already said, he is about six years old. Um, he is a wee lad. Um, he's actually not a tiefling in this um, situation. Um, he is what we, we're calling a snowcap. And I imagine them to look a little bit like the water nation in Avatar. Like that's kind of how I imagine their existence. Does that make sense to you? Well, it does. There is a water race, which is not you. So that's sort of an interesting pull, but I'll I take know, it. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I what do, I'm saying? I do. Look. I totally get it. Yeah, totally. I, the look is what I'm going for. I get you. And um, yeah, he's still a bard ranger. He still has those abilities, but he is six and scrappy and he's ready to go. I love it. <laughs> Can I just say how like nice it is to not have to like rush through this if you were here last night like that was such a gonzo game with like 10 different <laughs> adventures to get through in yeah. two and a half hours it's so like, nice to just be able to chat <laughs> um excellent okay and flick a lot at kit see i'm already doing it flick <laughs> has a very special friend in fact all of our wardling characters have mm. very special friends do you want to tell us about uh, about ribbert no, that's never, mine. That, oh, well, hailfire and damnation. So tell us about Carrot. About Carrot. So, yeah, this is, this is um, meet Carrot, my lynx. Um, he is, as I said, a lynx. And his name is Carrot. And, um, but it's spelled K-A-R-Y-T, not as in the vegetable. So 
easily confused. So um, all of the characters, all of the wardlings in this setting have familiars. They are spirits, fae spirits that come to all children when they are old enough to understand the magic that they hold within them and they guide them and protect them uh, and probably snark at them sometimes because I'm going to be playing the familiars. So let's be honest, there's going to be snark. Uh, <laughs> And, and every all children have them, and they have them until they begin to take on adult responsibilities, at which point all children lose their magical abilities and their familiars as they, uh, as they move into the realm of adulthood. Uh, but since these guys are only six, five and six, they still have their magic, and they still have their familiars. All right, who wants to go next? I can go next. Yeah, do it, Karin, and then we'll get to Lydia, and then we'll get to, to Robert last. Great. I figured since you spoiled my I did. I'm so sorry. name. <laughs> no, what a name it is. It's I know it is really good. Yes. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Kit. Yeah. Uh, so Kit is five years old and um, she is one of the water folk in this game. So I, um, she's pretty small because she's small in her normal life. So as a five-year-old, she's pretty teeny tiny. Um, still with a shock of bright red hair that she really can't keep under control now because who at five knows how to manage their hair. And Um, especially in this world where seemingly there are no responsible adults as far as I can tell. Exactly. So it just kind of is like, (laughs) it's great. Um, since she's, uh, she's a fin folk, which is the name of the water, uh, people, um, she has tiny little gills around her neck that are barely, uh, there, but if you look real close, you can see she has gills. I don't know why, uh, DM is laughing. I really thought you were going to say she has a tiny puka shell necklace on. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said that. Um, (laughs) alas, alas. alas. I think um, I have one if you want to borrow one. I mean, yes. If you can, bring that on over. <laughs> Throw um, it really hard. <laughs> yes. Um, other than the gills, she also, um, because her people mostly make their clothing out of the things they find underwater, I imagine she's sewn together some sort of seaweed dress that is very fetching. Yes. <laughs> Particularly yeah. complimentary of the red hair. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. A little fashionista over here. All right. Um, I love it. Yes. Uh, and hopping along next to Baby Kit is uh, her frog familiar, whose name is Ribert. <laughs> me it's not you it's, it's Ribert she didn't say Robert Ribert. it definitely is a tribute though it's it a tribute, tribute yeah. indeed tribute sure yeah, no. <laughs> all right I love it so that's Kit Lydia you want to talk about uh yes. baby Bizdira so baby Bizdira is a squatch and squatches I was just reading because I was like I don't know how to describe a squatch because the picture is just a red character but Bizdeer is not red she is squatches tend to have uh almost like a fur a light fur covering around them so she has a very pale white silvery type fur she has very elaborate braids all down her um down her back but you can like even with that you can just see and tell she has a very fiery temper um which I mean let's be honest if you watch the show you know it's dearest <laughs> temperamental anyway um but yeah so she has like some beads and things just like braided into her hair and 
depending on the time you look at her, you might see a little black ball of fur either wrapped around her shoulders or ambling along next to her, next to her. And that is her capuchin monkey familiar named Marcel. I forgot about him. He's perfect. (laughs) He's perfect. He's perfect. Every once in a while you see him dancing and Bizdira just goes, a wimbo, 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 And that's it. That's fine. Amazing. Amazing. And last but most certainly not least, uh, Robert with Ella. All right. Uh, Ella's full name is Ella Kamu, or Shape. Uh, she goes by Ella for short. Uh, five years old, she is a mid-bari, which uh, in this system, essentially uh, folks who live in the desert primarily, so very sandy climates. I cannot uh, tell you all how many times I called them Mabari, which turns Ella into a dog <laughs> from Dragon Age. So... <laughs> Uh, she has deep bronze skin uh, and long braided black hair uh, that has like sticks and like dirt and mud and leaves in it. Uh, not very uh, worried about her appearance. Uh, very, very large emerald eyes. And in terms of her outfit, uh, she wears a wizard hat that covers most of her braided hair, although she calls herself a witch. Uh, she is a cleric of Dex Maya, which is the god of this world. And they refer to themselves as witches. Uh, she wears uh, overalls that are sky blue, and she has cast light in her shoes so that when she walks, they light up. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. It starts, and I love it. <laughs> she also has a green pa- backpack with her familiar, uh, which is, unlike a lot of the other ones, a little esoteric. It's a genie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> She found this familiar uh, while she was making a sandcastle and she uncovered a lamp uh, unrelated to any other property. uh, And this this character uh, identified itself as a giraffe, uh, which if you're doing anagrams might spell out something else. No, no, we're not because, because it might spell out something that belongs to a very litigious IP company. That is true. Uh, giraffe takes the form, confusingly, of a uh, very thick-skinned uh, sheep. Uh, so it's a very like fluffy sheep that rides around in her backpack. Uh, and I think wait, 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 wait. what? That's that's the form that I mean, as a genie, I assume I did it not takes know that. <laughs> I was not ready for that, uh, but yes, absolutely. She also has a shepherd's crook, which is kind of why, in my mind, uh, it sort of makes sense. I see. Uh, and she also is in charge of the party's uh, means of transportation, uh, a cart with an ox that she's named Oxford, because uh, he's, <laughs> he's the smartest of oxes. Okay, <laughs> that was quite the journey. That, that was whole a journey. Tale. <laughs> that was a journey. Whole tale. I'm very questions. tired from that journey. <laughs> Truly, I have I have questions for each of you uh, about what quest or adventure you all have just come back from. So are you ready to answer this? And then we're going to get into the uh, introduction and the adventure for this evening. Are we ready? Dear Lord. Okay. Uh, I think so. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Alex, I need to know from you, uh, what were you seeking out on the adventure you just finished? We were seeking out feathers for um, pillows. (laughs) 
shortage of feathers. Oh, yes. And and no one in Rivers Hollow, is that the name of the place? Yes. Like uh, really fancy feathers. Like we're talking like mm, the nice pillows. Absolutely. And and it was a problem because there was a shortage and no one in Rivers Hollow, none of the kids in Rivers Hollow could sleep because they were having to lay on straw pillows. All right. Exactly. Uh, Bizdira, did you succeed? Uh, Lydia, did you succeed? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did I succeed? Did you all succeed in this in this quest? <laughs> She's like me. Oh. I, I did. Uh, well, I mean, I always succeed. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. So yes, because my monkey is very agile, and mm. it would run and jump and catch birds and and geese, and we would pluck all the feathers. And you know, but she gets kind of angry, so she she was kind of violent with some of those. Just birds we had everywhere. some great barbecues. I will tell you that. Um, I also forgot to mention one thing when describing my character. Oh boy, she is about a foot taller than everybody else. Oh yes, sure, she is. Yeah. I buy that. She is. Mm-hmm. she is a very. She's just like, but it's not a comfortable foot taller. Like it looks like she just hasn't caught up with growing yet. She's just sure. super long. Sure. Uh, Robert, what was uh, what was the biggest obstacle uh, to you all getting your hands on these feathers? What danger did you all face as you were collecting the feathers? Uh, well, I think the obvious answer was there was another adventuring group of warlings who were trying to collect feathers for a pillow fight that they were organizing in their town. Uh, so they were trying to track down equally fluffy, equally exotic feathers to have the best fil- pillow fight. Ever. And they were killing the game. Yeah. I really oh think God, we great. have to talk about what the word obvious means, but sure. Yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, Karen, what, so we already know you succeeded. We already know that you all beat out the other Wardling group. Uh, what did, how did Rivers Hollow thank you when you got back with all of the, with all of the feathers? Um, they thanked us by, we did such a good job. We collected so many feathers that they had extra feathers. So we were each rewarded with our own lovely pillow. I love so it. And you all have, have been, a pillow fight. you have yes. been sleeping so good. In fact, after every long rest, as long as you have your pillow with you, you wake up with one temporary hit point. Oh, none of your regular nice. hit points, but what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're depleted. <laughs> okay, excellent. Are we ready to start for tonight? Yes. Yes. Sure. I, this is. Oh, you all are going to get so excited. This is uh, my favorite thing. I'm going to do a podcast style introduction that I have not written. So here we go. My favorite. Welcome to this week's episode of The Lust Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me this week I have Bizdira, Hit, Flick, Ella. You didn't say and. Oh, you ruined oh, the moment. You didn't say. I was expecting you. myself to go before Flick. That's this why. is why we don't bring you along. Last time on The Last <laughs> Refuge, Muppet Babies edition, our adventurers headed out into the wilds to find the coveted soft feathers of pillowiness. Along the way, they encountered another group of wildlings dead set on getting the feathers for their annual pillow fight festival. After fighting them off, but not hurting them too bad, they returned to Rivers Hollow with the feathers and were rewarded with magical pillows of, I've said feathers so many times, filled with those feathers. Of pillowiness. What what adventure will come to Rivers Hollow next? Will our party be able to complete the quest that they find themselves on? And just how long is Flick going to maintain that silly child's voice? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hey. Hi there. 
I don't know. Um, I, I have can't another wait to question. Find out. I'm so ready. How many times are any of us accidentally going to say a wildling instead of wardling? Oh, I did it like three times, didn't I? It's wardlings, y'all. Renegade's going to be so mad. Um, I also promise to all of you watching, I promise we're going to play D&D here in like two seconds. Give it yeah, time. We, we'd be answer. We'd <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be uh, the last refuge event without True. at least... Right. Eight minutes banter. True story. <laughs> True story. Um, all right. So uh, our adventure today begins, our episode today begins uh, with you all in the town of Rivers Hollow. Rivers Hollow is a town hidden deep in the woods uh, of Naur, the continent that you all live on. And it's a town almost entirely of wardling children. Uh, here in this town, Sorry, I see you were all talking without me. Uh, <laughs> here in this town, uh, wardlings run things. Here is where they come when they learn of their nascent magical abilities to learn to control them and to do good in the world once they have gotten control of them to protect the fae, to protect the forest that they are in, and most importantly, to protect their ur, which is the source of all magic in the world. So uh, we have uh, our adventurers here. Flick uh, has always lived here in Rivers Hollow, has grown up here, and so uh, is well known to most of the uh, denizens of Rivers Hollow, to most of the wardlings here. Uh, Kit, Bizdira, and Ella have come to Rivers Hollow uh, in the past year or so, uh, finding themselves suffused with the magic of Ur and needing some guidance into how to channel it and do well, whatever they consider good with it. Um, you all have spent a quiet morning uh, doing your chores because magical children are are responsible enough to do their own chores without grown-ups having to tell them, or at least that's what they tell me. Um, that's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's the kind of kids you are, Flake, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. Um, there was a bit of a commotion while you all were finishing up your breakfast, however. Uh, and where's the book? Here it is. Uh, there was a bit of a commotion while you all were finishing your breakfast uh, and into the sort of a large dining hall that's built into this enormous redwood tree, uh, the, the trunk of this enormous redwood tree. Uh, in comes uh, the lead guard of Rivers Hollow, uh, a boy of some 14 years named Corbin Willowseed, and Corbin comes right over to you, Flick, uh, and whispers in your ear, there's, there's, there's been an incident. Um, if you could gather up, let's say, I don't know, maybe three uh, other wardlings that you trust and, uh, and come with me, uh, meet me at the town gates, uh, there's a bit of a, a problem. You got it, buddy! Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to whisper and be discreet, but that that's, that works too. <laughs> Sorry, I can't control the volume of my voice at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. Uh, so what do you do, Flick? So he'll sneakily, kind of stealthily, like, like he said, he's like, okay, I'm trying to be secretive. All right. So he takes the note. He um, the note. sneaks note? over to, that he's trying to be stealthy. Oh, and, that, well, um, no, I got it, I got it. He sees... Uh, Bizdira, what are you doing? You're hanging out in a tree. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'd say I'd be hanging out in a tree. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I'm probably hanging upside down, like by my knees, like rocking back and forth. He'll he'll see you in the me. tree, and then he'll go up to the the trunk of the tree and start like knocking, like like a secret code that we have. And she'll go what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta come with me. Come on. 
Do you know where Ella is by chance? <laughs> She'll uh, do a flip out of the tree and be like, I think I saw her over there somewhere. He'll look over there somewhere. <laughs> you probably I, mean, I feel like Ella. Ella's probably there because we should start the adventure. So yeah, Ella's right there. <laughs> yeah. We, we just have to go get everyone. I wanted, I wanted an intro for everyone. <laughs> All right, Ella, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I had drew, uh, drawn with some chalk on the ground, some hopscot squares. And so oh, I'm that's just cute. Ju- yeah, <laughs> jumping back and forth uh, with a uh, giraffe. All right. <laughs> and then, so, uh, uh, we need you two, giraffe, c- quickly behind, come on. And then we'll look around for Kit. What are you doing? Um, I imagine there's a pond nearby and Kit is splashing in the pond with River. They're like playing a little weird game that, Kit has clearly made up and makes no sense to anybody except for the two of them. Hey, no horseplay in the pond, Kit, come on! Kit's gonna put her hands on her knees and say, I do what I want! <laughs> yes. And then oh my god, these kid voices are gonna get really obnoxious. <laughs> no, I think they're perfect in every way. Um, can, I, can I interject very quickly? As you, I think you would anyway. And nothing I, I would stop you even if we were I know. <laughs> I am very sorry that Taryn, aka Bria, is not here because she is just, she would, she, her and Flick right now would be the perfect, like, no, no, we have to do what teacher says. <laughs> Along with being like, very indignant. And I, I wish she was here for this. I Continue. love it. All right. So Flick, it sounds like you have managed to gather up your party uh, and you all head to the gates of Rivers Hollow uh, where Corbin is, excuse me, with, uh, with a young girl. She can't be more than maybe three or four at the oldest. She's very young, but you all can sense, as as most wardlings can, you can sense uh, that she has awakened to the ore in her blood, and uh, she knows that she has magical, uh, that she has magical abilities, and uh, that also sort of tracks because it's very hard for anyone who uh, who isn't an, an ore f- suffused child to find Rivers Hollow. There are enchantments that, <clears throat> excuse me, that keep it hidden from mostly grownups, to be honest. Um, so uh, she's there and Corbin uh, introduces you. He sort of indicates her and she's, she's sitting down on a chair and she just, she has her hands folded in her lap. She's got a little, uh, a little like a uh, rough spun frock on. She's got her hands in her lap and she's just looking down and her long hair is sort of covering her face, but you can tell that she, she's sort of her shoulders are hunched and she's obviously very upset about something. Um, and Corbin introduces her as, um, as Le- uh, Lena, what is her last name? Lena Farrowind. Um, and he says, Lena came to us this morning. Uh, she had been traveling for days, I think, trying to find Rivers Hollow. Um, she arrived uh, extremely tired and thirsty. So we've, we've brought her food um, and she's doing better now. She, um, well, Lena, do you, do you want to tell my friends here what, what's wrong? And you just see Lena sort of shake her head. And so Corbin says, okay, that's okay. Whenever you're ready, I'll, I'll get things started. Um, Lena here says that she's very, very worried about her baby brother. Um, she says that her baby brother got taken by a monster and that her mom and dad don't believe her. And they left um, right after her brother disappeared. They left to go um, to market for the for this week's market to to sell their farmers um, to sell their crops. And they said that 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 her brother was probably just playing hide and seek. 
but she knows that's not true. Isn't that right, Lena? And Lena sort of nods and you can tell that she doesn't really want to think about this too much. And Corbin says, so I was hoping that the four of you could help find Lena's brother. Isn't that right, Lena? And Lena nods. And Corbin looks to the four of you and says, so can you help? I think Flick's going to step forward. Zira's going to start twirling a piece of her hair and walk up to Corbin and be like, "Uh, we would like totally, totally love to help. Okay, hold on. I have so many questions. Turn a little pink. I have he's, so many he's questions. He's an old boy. Like, he's and you're six. I, but she's tall. She feels like she's older. She's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I should There's have a slight crush. I should yes. have foreseen this. <laughs> okay. Wow. Corbin, let's see. Let's see if Corbin knows what the hell you're doing. <laughs> oh, no. He's a typical teenage boy. He has no he has idea. No idea. On what, so I should have given him disadvantage, but he didn't need it. Marcella's like, kind of like creeping on his familiar too like we're just like being so obvious about it it's it's a shame he can't tell amazing his familiar is a falcon uh and and feels very the falcon feels very self-important and Marcel sort of is totally petting the falcon, the fal- the falcon <laughs> I'm is, trying to the falcon is like I know it's just a bird but like you can tell the falcon is like how much longer do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> um, Corbin is also being 14. Corbin is just like any day now. And he knows this and, and you all know this and it's it's a bittersweet thing. Um, but very soon he will, uh, he will undergo uh, the forgetful, I think it's called the forgetfulness, the reawakening, that's what it's called. Um, which is where he loses his connection to Ur and he will lose uh, his familiar and, and become a grown up. And it's, it's kind of sad, but it it's happens It's gotta get everybody. it in now, you know? Excuse oh, me? Oh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, like, she wants to hold hands. Like, that's what she thinks. It. Like, maybe okay. hold hands and cuddle. Like, this. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, anyway. I'm not getting into, like, really nasty What were you stuff. saying? Like, oh, my cute, God, I'm stopping this cutesy. now. Flick, what were you saying? <laughs> well, after he kind of stepped forward and then that happened and he was like, I'm six. And he... <laughs> um, <laughs> Just proceeded on with, um, he would kind of nudge uh, Carrot to go up to her and kind of give her some comfort. Does uh-huh. Carrot do that? Since you're role playing that. To, 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 to Lena. Lena. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And Lena so, like, does her- not yet, Lena does not yet have a familiar. She's only just awakened to her Ur powers. Uh, so a familiar has not come to her yet. So yeah, uh, uh, Carrot will go over there and sort of nuzzle her and, and- give her a nuzzle. And yeah. uh, he'll say, um, Chin up, Lena! We'll get to the bottom of this, right, guys? Right. <laughs> Thank you. That's for everyone. Yeah. You can you yeah. can sort of you can sort of do Flake's voice a little further from the mic. It's it's clear. Okay. Sorry. Hi. It's a very short. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right. So um, Lena sort of nods and she looks up and you can see she's been crying, but she looks up and she's got a smile and she says, oh, thank you. Great. That's all she says. She's three. (laughs) Well, where, where should we go? Yeah. To the market, maybe. (laughs) Um, Corbin's like, no, why would you go to market? Her brother was stolen from her house here. Yeah. We got to go to the house. Uh, so Corbin tells you uh, that there is a path through the forest. Uh, it should only take you about a day and a half to get to the Farrowind farm uh, if you go through this forest path. Uh, but the forest can be a little dicey at times. Um, there are 
there are, at best, there are some mischievous fey trickster creatures out in the forest. And, uh, you know, he says at worst, he's been, he's been tracking the movements of some, uh, of some dangerous, some dangerous folks up in the north of the forest. You all are way down south. Uh, so he doesn't think they've come this far south. You all should be safe. But he's a little, uh, a little concerned about some, uh, some ore eater orcs that he's seen up north uh, that have been sort of uh, raiding different small little fey settlements throughout the northern part of the forest. But, but he says, you know, you, you should be fine. I don't think they've come this, this far down south. But keep your eyes open uh, as, you, as you follow the path. And he, he gets out a little map and sort of draws you a, a vague path to, to head for in circles where the Farrowind farm and inn are. And uh, says, uh, well, um, the sooner the better. And, and thank you uh, for helping us out with this. Zeus can be like, yeah, no problem, and like kind of start walking backwards looking at him and then kind of stumble and be like, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, oh, he before he leaves, he says, Oh, do you all do you all, do you all have your pillows? I wouldn't wouldn't want you to leave home without those. Got it! Yeah. yeah. Right, right here, right here. <laughs> Mine looks like a cat. This yes, is- <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right. Okay, so uh out you head, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much. excuse me on oxford oh right yes so tell me about this little setup uh well oxford actually has a cart attached to him uh of course he does uh, (laughs) my background is a farmer so we just come with a free ox and a free cart (laughs) great handy (laughs) handy i love it so much uh so i assume there's two people up front who are sure i forget what this is called i think it should be you shouldn't it (laughs) Well, yeah. one of them should definitely be you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then two people can probably hop on the back. Okay. Who's going to be up front with, uh, with Ella? I want to be up front so I can talk to the ox. Okay, great. I love that, obviously. <laughs> yes, definitely. Smartest so that ox, leaves, That leaves Bizdira and Flick. Right. Uh, that leaves Bizdira and Flick uh, in the back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and she'll definitely be like, isn't, isn't Corbett dreamy? He's my yeah, favorite. but let's play the hand game again. Okay, and she'll start doing it. But it like kind of hurts when you play with her because she's so much bigger than you. So it's like playing yeah. with your older sibling where they're like, wow, you're like, ow, and you're like, it doesn't hurt, it's fine. Oh my God, so good. He's eventually crying. Oh, He's perfect. <laughs> All right, amazing. Sensitive oh soul. <laughs> Truly. All right. Uh, so you all you all head out of Rivers Hollow and deeper into the Wildwood, the wooded path through the Wildwood. Um, the Wildwood is a pretty dense forest. Uh, the it's an old, old forest. So uh, the trees, the tree trunks here are enormous. Probably two of you could like find cover and hide behind a single tree trunk. These are big. I mean, you all are small, but also these are big, big trees with high, dense canopies. So even during the day, you're heading out pretty early in the morning. Even during the day, uh, it's pretty dim lighting down here. Um Nope, it's pretty dark lighting down here. Uh, occasionally, there are little <laughs> spots of of light that break through, but it's pretty dark down here for the most part. Um, and as you all are heading, let me, uh, uh, Kit and Ella, since you two are in the front and you're driving, uh, what, can I have your passive perceptions, please? 16. 16. 13? All right, excellent. Um, and, and Kit, you mentioned that you were talking to Oxford. Uh, what are you talking to Oxford about? Oh, 
you know, I'm just doing that annoying thing that little kids do where they just ask question after question. So she's like, what'd you eat for lunch today? What's the most interesting thing you saw yesterday? Where are you from? Why is your name Oxford? Why do you feet look like that? And just like barely letting the ox get another word in. And she is casting uh, speak with animals. I was going to ask like, can Oxford understand you? Yes. Um, Oxford answers like one in three questions and not because like he's being rude, uh, but actually because it takes him so long to answer that by the time he's got his answer out, you're on to, you know, two other two other questions. Yeah, and like questions just keep coming to her. So she like, she just like is spilling everything that comes into her head. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would tell you the answers, but something tells me that Kate actually isn't the most concerned with the answers. No, she's <laughs> She just is making conversation. She Great. just loves animals and wants to be friends with them. Great. So you're making a conversation and you're in the middle of a question. Why do your feet look And you and and Ella get a face full of spider webs. And unfortunately, Oxford just keeps going for a few steps and the two of you get stuck in them. Uh, I need us. <laughs> I need us all to roll initiative, please. Uh, Flick, what did... Hold on. Ah, yes. Uh, Flick, what did you get? It's a six. <laughs> a six. Uh, Ella. Age. Eleven. Eleven. Kit. Eighteen. Eighteen. And Bizdira. Twenty-one. Oh, damn. Twenty-one Biz. All right, and now let me roll for these creatures. That's a 20 for the thing. And a, oh, um, a four for the other thing. <laughs> I don't know how to say the name of that creature. It's gonna sound really funny though. Uh, all right, so um, they uh, these creatures get uh, a bit of a surprise round because uh, you all didn't didn't catch sight of them, uh, and so as you all watch, uh, three of these strange, slimy creatures with spider-like legs. Uh, they're they're just under a foot in diameter, uh, and all gray and blue and purple with this round, bulbous body. Um, and as I said slimy uh come come sort of hurtling down uh these rope <laughs> strands and on to the two of you who are who are restrained in the webs and they are going to try to bite you yeah. uh so there's three of them so one of them is going to try and bite kit uh that is a 16 and an 18 to hit kit oh yeah those both hit all right baby kit it's... is squishy <laughs> um, all right so baby kit those two bites uh sink into you and you can feel just the sliminess of these things also their mouths are like in the center of the underside of their body uh so they're like nibbling it's very creepy uh so you take a total of eight damage from the two bites uh ella two of them come after you that is a 14 and an 18 uh, the 18 hits. All right. So you get bitten uh, for two piercing damage. The other one uh, slides down and then uses its... Oh, it can use a bonus action to, because uh, to, it's hungry, uh, to skitter past you two uh, and back to the cart in the back. And it is going to try and bite Bizdira. 
with its two bites. Bizdier, that's a non-natural 20 and a six. Um, the 20 will hit. <laughs> Alright, so it gnaws on you for six piercing damage. Uh, that is their turn, so these three creepy spider creatures have landed on the cart, and we're back at the top of the round with Bizdira. Uh, Bizdira's not excited about this at all, and she's gonna get very angry, and she's gonna go into a rage. No, oh, God, that didn't take long, did it? Oh, you're so happy to be playing a freaking barbarian. so happy to be playing a barbarian right now. Um, um, since this is our first round of combat, I'm just going to remind you all that your uh, familiars also have abilities that they can use on your turn. Yes. Um, so I don't know what any of them are, she, but you do. Oh, so here's a question, a mechanical uh, maybe. question. Sure. Um, as because we are high-level boardlings, does that mean we still get our extra attack? So anything that is normal to your character, according to Player's Handbook, you still have. Great. Um, so this thing is on top of me. So she is going to um, pull out a battle axe that she had stashed somewhere about her body and attack twice. Do it. That is a 17. That I will well. Uh, the twelve, I don't think hits. They're like weirdly, their their slimy bodies are weirdly uh, armored, but the other one hits for sure. Okay. Um, and she, oh, she definitely did this with two hands. <laughs> that is going to be. Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh, I forgot how damage works. <laughs> what kind of plus, weapon is it? It's a battle axe. And you're using two hands. Yes. 1d10. So d10 plus 2? Or plus, plus your strength. Plus strength. Okay. <laughs> Lydia, you have been playing D&D for six and a half years. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I played a barbarian. Shut up. Don't, don't forget your rage damage. No, I, yeah. That, that I remembered. So <laughs> that is going to be uh, 10 points of Woo! slashing damage. All right. And you slash deeply into this thing. You cut off a couple of its legs uh, and it squeals, but it carries on. Can you do a spider squeal? <laughs> Gross. Oh you asked God. for it. Okay. Uh, these are not spiders. They are called gorges. They are gorgeous. Ew, gross. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Just, Just awful. Uh, oh. Right. Uh, popping out of the uh, popping out of the woods on either side of the path that the cart has been going on um, are these strange, uh, apparently bipedal. They look a little bit like squirrels, maybe, but but in addition to their long, fluffy tail, they also have like it kind of looks like a lion's mane, and they're about the size of dogs, smallish dogs. Um, they are, and they were perfectly camouflaged with the woods around you, and they are laughing hysterically at uh, you all being tied up and wrapped up in, excuse me, in webs and such. Uh, and I need all four of you to make wisdom saving throws, please. It's a lovely roll. Uh, well, Flick, what'd you get? Wait, which one was it? Wisdom. Wisdom save. That's a 23. Oh, heavens. All right, you're fine. Ella? Nine. Excellent. Bizdira? <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. And uh, Kit? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So Ella, you are, you have a gorge on you and it's gnawing on you from underneath. This thing starts laughing and you just lose it. Uh, roll a d4 for me, would you? Two. Two. You are, uh, you are, what? Ah, yes. I see. Uh, you just start laughing. 
uncontrollably. No, uh, so uncontrollably <laughs> that you are incapacitated. Uh, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Okay. All right. Uh, next up is Kit. Great. Um, so are we restrained by the spider web or can we still move? You are rest- you are grappled and restrained by the spider web. Um, great. If I were for to instance wild shape into something bigger, could I, would that break me out of it or do I still have to roll for it? No, I think that sounds exciting and like it would break you free of it. That sounds fun. Great. So baby Kit lets out an angry shriek and poof, she's a dire wolf. <laughs> Yes, but is she a baby direwolf? Um, it's got to be a baby. I mean, it yes, doesn't change your stats. Then yes, <laughs> that's what we were looking for. Uh, I know it was. Um. Oh, but I'm not Circle of the Moon, so that's my action. Oh right. So I. But you did break free, so that's good. Yeah. And I uh, howl. The uh the the weird cackling things, which are called uh, cackle hobs, <laughs> um, the cackle hobs stop laughing just for a second uh, as they see the baby direwolf rip out of the out of the uh, of the webs. Ella, uh, tell us about what we see Ella doing this turn before you make your wisdom save again. <laughs> uh, so this thing is. It has its mouth on the bottom of it, right? Uh-huh. So I think, since this is a, a kid's version of it, what actually happens is, like, there's a weird slimy tongue that's coming out, and it's, like, Ew. tickling Tickling Ella. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just, like, cackling uncontrollably. Oh, uh, my but God. She, she also looks towards uh, Giraffe uh, and telepathically, because we can communicate mm. to our familiars telepathically. That's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's them know that... She needs a little assistance. Uh, and on my turn, uh-huh. uh, Giraffe is going to cast Baneful Stare. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Bane on three enemies. So I need. I really just went from opposite end to opposite end. It's just a tongue. It's making me tickle. <laughs> I cast Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised in the least, though. <laughs> I mean. All right, so tell us a little bit about what it looks like when your familiar G- uh, giraffe, oh, I almost said the wrong name, giraffe, uh, <laughs> casts Bane apparently with his eyes. <laughs> yeah, so in a really intense uh, giraffe stare, like the head of the <laughs> of the sheep, because right now he's in, in Oh, I forgot he was a form. sheep. <laughs> he, he comes out of my bag, uh-huh. just looks harshly at all three of the targets that and he's he doing. His, like he really intense out, beady eyes. And he's got his hoof out and he's just like pointing at each of them. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. How many, you're targeting three of them? Yeah, I'll target the two cackles and the one that's on me. Okay. Uh, they need to make charisma saves, right? For that the, spell. It's been a while since I cast Bane, so I believe so. All right. Uh, that is a 12 and a six for the cackle uh, hobs. Both of those fail. All right, and then for the gorge, that's a negative two. <laughs> all right, so they all have uh, minus one d4 on their okay. attacks and their okay. saving throws. And I have a question because this might come up with others. Oh no! Concentration from a spell from our familiar. How does uh, that work? So it can't take damage. Right. So uh, I am making this up on the fly. Uh, you can concentrate on two spells as long as one of them is from your familiar and one of them is from you, but you would have to make checks. You make separate checks for each spell if okay, you take damage. Great. Cool. Awesome. 
All right. And then at the end of my turn, I make another wisdom save. Yes, you do. That's a 24. All right. So you <laughs> stop laughing, uh, but maybe you don't because you see the cackle hobs and one of the gorges just go. <laughs> oh man, it's so nice. Video medium. I don't have to describe everything with words. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was Ella. Flick, you are up. All right. Oh God. Um, so if none of them are standing within five feet of each other are um, attackers, are they? Mm. Unless it's the... Maybe the two cackle hobs are. The ones that are outside of the cart. Mm-hmm. Great. So I'm going to leap out of the cart and then stick my longbow somehow into the ground so he can stand up with his short little body and go, bing. Oh yeah, that longbow is as tall as you I, are. Mecha- like actually physically, mechanically, I don't know how that works with a six-year-old <laughs> child, but we're going to go with it. And we're going to stick it in the ground and he's going to and aim. And, but he right before that, he's going to cast Hail of Thorns oh, as a bonus oh. action. All right. All right, little flick. Oh, yikes. Oh, no. No, didn't work. How, how I bad? I assume a 10 doesn't hit. No, it does not. No. The cackle hobs nimbly dance out of the way and start laughing again, this time laughing at you. Yeah, that was rough, everyone. That was yeah. rough. All right, so Flick, he just, you know, he pulls it back, but he it says it's hard. It's a big bow, so it goes off wide. Uh, but, but you're he's still a concentrating big boy. on the spell. Well, big okay. bow, big boy. Big bow, big, know, boy. big boy. All right. All right, so <laughs> the gorges, uh, it is Question. their turn again, and they're going to keep gnawing on the folks that they've got in their grasp. So Ella, that is an 11 and a non-natural 20, so it manages uh, to... The default, oh. I remember. Uh, also, uh, that's a 17. Also, anyone that's within five feet of me, if they get hit, I get to take an attack of opportunity right now. Uh, all right, you're in the back. So if Flick gets hit, then you'll get to take your attack of opportunity. Okay. Uh, 17 uh, so matches. 17 matches. All right. Mm-hmm. So you take three piercing damage. Kit, the the gorge that was very upset when you turned into a dog, but, you know, it's still there. That's a 12 to hit and a 16 to hit. Uh, the 12 does not hit, the 16 does. All right, so that's five piercing damage as this creepy thing uh, starts chewing through the, the dire wolf's hair. Uh, and the one that was on Bizdira is going to also continue to try and gnaw on her. That is a, oh, I wait, who did you? The cackle hobs, never mind. Uh, so that's a non-natural 20 and a six to bite you, Bizdira. So yeah. one of them continues to gnaw on you for three more mm-hmm. piercing damage. Uh, but I'm resistant to that, aren't I? You are, because you're raging. So it's one one damage? That is true, it is one damage. Yes. All right, that was the Gorges Bizdir. We're back up to you at the top of the round. All right, um, so my familiar goes on my turn, correct? Yes. So my familiar is going to um, uh, spend an ore to do pack attack. All right. So... All of my allies within five feet of me have advantage on the tackles for one round. So I guess All right. that's Flick. So Flick will get advantage. Yeah. And so what is Marcel doing to give you two advantage on Marcel your Marcel is doing a rallying cry. He's like grabbing Flick's face and be like, <laughs> like running around like crazy. So that Flick is like, <laughs> yes. And Flick is like, yes, thank you. I got it. <laughs> you sure it's advantage and not disadvantage? It's going to be fine. Um... And then she's going to battle axe twice again. Battle axe. All right, do one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a 
a 12 to hit? I don't think a 12 hits. No, it She gets not. distracted by Marcel and she says, quiet down. <laughs> <laughs> and still rolls another 12. <laughs> so Marcel is, is doing exactly what you said. And it, it, does, just, it does distract it, the gorge, but it also distracts you. It is ridiculous <laughs> all right the uh the cackle hobs uh take exception to being baned and they're very frightened and very upset so they are going to uh they're gonna pull out these little blow guns and mm. wait, at um at at ella all right so that is a an 11 to hit and misses and a seven to hit. So they both miss you because they are angry, but they're also a little afraid. <laughs> All right, Kit, you are up. Uh, great. Kit in baby direwolf form wants to try to bite the creepy spider thing. Oh, oh, bite it back. Bite it back. Yes. Mm. And since it is within five feet of my friend Ella, I get advantage. All right. That's right. Pack yeah. tactics. Yeah. Thank goodness for that advantage. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a 20 adjusted. That will do. Excellent. Y'all, I adjusted these things a little, but I just feel like you should know these are CR 1 eighth creatures as written. Right. Numbers don't mean anything to me right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. I'm um, going to ignore that. That's seven <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> All right, seven points of damage on that one. That is the second time one of them has been damaged. <laughs> Excellent. Come well on. done, Kit. You turn around and manage to bite the one that's sort of on your back. And, and we're up to Ella. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ella's still restrained in a web, right? Uh, yes. Ella, I forgot about that. But yes, Ella is still restrained. Uh. Uh, all right, uh, Ella is going to, let's see. I can't see the two in the back, correct? Uh, I mean, you know they're back there, but I, yeah, sure. You could turn your head and see them, sure. Oh yeah, through a window? Okay, great. Then through I will a window? Through the like tarp What are you window. in a You said ox and what? cart, not what ox kind of carriage. <laughs> this isn't a carriage. It's a wagon attached to Are you rolling back what you just gave me? I don't understand. No, 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 no. You'd be lucky if you did carriage with a liveried stableman. You have a wheelbarrow attached to Oxford. Amazing. Okay, that's fair. All right, well, then I will do the opposite of Bane and I will cast Bless on myself and my three party members. It's just all very confusing. <laughs> all right, so everybody gets an additional D4 to your attack rolls and saving throws. Nice. Amazing. All right, uh, anything else, Ella? Uh, no, Giraffe does not have attack of his own, so the Correct. sheep just keeps pointing with his hoof. <laughs> All right, Flick. <laughs> All right, so Hail of Thorns is still on me because I have not hit anything yet. Correct. And uh, now I get Nothing advantage thanks to pack, a pack attack, right? Yes. Correct, and a d4. And plus a d4. If, if I don't you, hit Basically what we're saying thing? is, if you miss. <laughs> if you miss. Wild, oh wild. Oh my god. Okay, so that is, um, it's a 21. Okay, that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Okay, so. Doo -doo -doo. And you're firing at the cackle hobs because you wanted to get both of them, right? They haven't moved That's apart. exactly right. So All one right. of them takes uh, so the Flick regular gets up, damage. He sets, he's ready. He says Marcel is standing on his head, pointing at where he needs to fire the arrow. The um, regular damage is in fact five. And then the other one takes 
magical 10 damage. Holy God. Piercing. Wow. Just the, the other one or both of them? It's, I think, uh, oh, both of them. Yes. Wow. So it goes and wraps them in thorns and gets them for 10 damage. What points do these things have? They're not that. Oh, they now. have more than that. All right. All <laughs> Disappointing. <right>. Disappointing. <laughs> All right. It is the gorge's turn. They're upset, but they're going to keep doing what they're doing, gnawing on you from the undersides. Uh, so, Kit, those are both 14s to hit. Uh, those ties. Right. Oh, and I rolled two ones. You take two piercing damage. They are just barely gnawing through the thick fur of your baby direwolf form. Uh, Ella, it's gonna gnaw on you. Oh my god, I rolled doubles again. So those are both fifteens, but I need to check my. Uh, so it's a, and I rolled two twos. So those are both thirteens. This is wild, y'all. <laughs> And the one that's on Bizdira that is hanging on for dear life is going to swing. And that's a 22 to hit and a 14 to hit. What the? Only the 22 hits. All right. That's three more piercing damage for you. (laughs) And we are up to Bizdira. Yes. Um, Okay. So she is so mad. She is so mad. Um, Okay. A little bit. Again, more. Forgetting to use my familiar action. Right. I can't help you with that. I mean, my familiar, really, I pack attack. You use right? Marcel, yeah. Yeah, but only yeah. the ones. Okay, so um, I'll do the pack attack again for- All right. So like, Marcel, Marcel once again draws screaming. on its natural ur connection and starts shrieking again. And <laughs> I'm going to try to swing at the thing on me. All right. How does a 14 sound? A 14 sounds much better. Okay. So you basically, you take the, the <sighs> take the accent. It's on your back at this point. So you take, ah, ah. Oh, and I get an extra D4, right? Uh, for attack. Hits, not for damage. Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> it hit anyway. It did. Oh, that's going to be good then. Anyway, that's going to be 12 points of damage. Please kill it. Oh, thank God. You just slice it in half. And it and just, now they, these creatures, these gorges have these glands that have that slimy mucus that they secrete on themselves to keep them damp. And you just burst that right open and get covered in oh. gooey mucus. I need a shower. All right. I have another question because I have an extra attack. Can I use this cantrip? No, you can use another attack. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to try to attack whatever is attacking She's my over friend's here trying leg. to play another game. <laughs> Listen. D- uh, yes. See, so which one do you want to attack? The one that's hurting Flick. Okay. Because it's close. Wait, the one that's hurting Flick is a cackle hob. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's the, uh, the, the other one that was laughing. Okay. But can I kill it? Can I, I don't know what that means. Can I hit it? Yes. With you my can jump out and run over to the Please go. Hops, so that's fine. Uh, well, I used my D4 and I ran. See what I, I have to deal with every week. Yes. I rolled a 12 again. <laughs> no, that doesn't. Well, actually. With the cackle hub? Yeah, I got it. Nope, nope. Their AC's 13. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and you did you roll your D4? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I add did. your bless. Mm. Oh, I did. did. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I, I that's rolled a four no and good. a one. 
Not good. I don't even know how to. Exp- I mean, you jump out and you're just so gung ho. Ah! And Marcel, and Marcel trip. accidentally, Marcel trying to assist you leaps onto you as you swing and just knocks your axe slightly out of alignment with the cackle hob. So I'm, angry. I'm beginning to really like Marcel. All right, the cackle hobs are gonna go, <laughs> and they're both completely flabbergasted that you are suddenly next to them, and they both pull out daggers and they're like, nah! and start to try and stab you with the daggers. Um. That is a, well, one of them is a 21, but I got to roll my Bane. That is an 18 to hit for one of them. All right, so one of them does manage to stab you for five piercing damage. So for you, it's two. two. Yep, round down. Um, The other one just whiffs entirely because it was so shocked by your rapid approach. Kit, we are up to you. Chomp. Chomp. (laughs) <laughs> I've got one word for you. Chomp. Chomp. Uh, that's going to be uh, 23 oh, without adding the um, bliss. Yeah, you're so good. That'll yes. hit. Yes, it will. Chomp, chomp, baby direwolf kit. rolled a little bit better, so that's 12 points of damage. And you bite it in half. Unfortunately, you two puncture the goo sack and get it. Oh, it just floods into your mouth. She just uh, uh, with her wolf tongue. She's like, (laughs) 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 Ella, we're up to you. Um, I will. Uh, uh, you see from giraffe's eyes, although it's really me casting this particular spell. Uh, they widen even more than usual, and you hear a tiny bell go off. Uh, and I need the thing on me to do a con save. I think for total dead. Told it as a wisdom save. Ooh, all right. Uh, oh, that's that's gonna fail. I'll get you a number. It's a it's a eight. It's an eight. All right. It's an eight. Roll. And the one on me hasn't been hurt, right? That is correct. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect CR one eighth creatures and a couple of CR two creatures to last four rounds. Thirteen points of damage. Well, you're special. Is what you said? Especially yes. <laughs> us. Keep in uh, mind that at least two of us almost died from a pack of sturges. That is an mm. excellent point. Did you say 13, Ella? 13. All right. It like shudders and screeches. <laughs> uh, but it is still on you, still gnawing away. And we are up to, f- unless there's anything else, we are up nope. to. Fl- is that the only thing left? Mm. Or is there another one of the. Both, both cackle hobs are still up and one. Oh board. my gosh. Yes. Um. <laughs> Remember, you have advantage. A bonus, again, that. bonus action. Uh, cast Hail of Thorns. Do it. Going again. Yeah. Just so pulling that oh, big. That's this. lovely. That's a 15. That hits. Amazing. Doo, doo, doo. We're going to go for regular damage is, oh, that's three. Okay. And then the magic D10 is seven that time to the opposite one. Seven. All right, they're both looking a little upset about the situation. Uh, that was Flick. It is the remaining Gorge's turn. The remaining Gorge is going to continue to try to gnaw on Ella. I'm gonna go ahead and roll these just for funsies. No. So that is a four and a two. <laughs> oh, the second one hits. <laughs> Shut up. Bizdira, <laughs> <laughs> we're up to you. Great. Attacky tackies. Attacky tackies. Um, yes. So I would like to use. Uh, there's no one within five feet of me besides enemies, no. right? Okay, then never mind. All right. I'm going to. I was going to say savvy savvies, but choppy choppies. 
I still get my D fours. Yep, choppy, choppy. Chomping, I'm sorry, chomping. I heard chompy, chompy. Yes, no, uh, yes, you do still get your D fours. She's just biting them. Just, I'm just, just I, throw the axe. <laughs> <biting them. laughs> Uh, so it's a 19 on the first uh, one. Yeah, that'll do. And a 15 on the second one. Now, Bazir, I have a very important question for you. Mm. Do you know what you're attacking? I'm attacking, <laughs> I want to say a gobsmacker. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, cackle, cackle wallops or something. <laughs> cackle hop, that was closer than I thought. Cackle hops. Go ahead and roll your damage. Cackle hops, it's fine. Cackle it's good. Uh, <laughs> don't I don't know don't ask me uh the first one is a six tell me how you want to kill that cackle hub oh I want to chop it you're off. a child I still want to chop its head off right. I'm a very angry child all right. I'm a barbarian mm, all right mm. She's trying Corbin's to prove dear. herself to Corbin and he's not even here. He's not here, right. but you guys yeah. will tell right. stories of my greatness. And then, so that first attack kills that one. Uh-huh. And then she catches the other one. All right, for how much? For, ooh, for 13 points of damage. Oh my God. And it also slices that one's head off. <laughs> <laughs> Both heads off, rolling, and then she's going to turn around and go to Ella. Go to, okay, go over to Ella. Go over to Ella. Yeah. All right. Uh, Well, the cackle hobs are dead. They were going to run away, but okay. Uh, Kit. I'm going to chomp the last one. Chompy, chompy. A 16 hits, yes? Yes. Okay. Excellent. That's good. Oh, God. I lost a dice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh man, that was the one that was rolling well too. Uh, that's nine points of damage. Nine, that'll do. You chomp this one in half, get another squirt of slime in your mouth, but everything has been dispatched. I open Hooray! my mouth to let the poison drip out of my jaws. Ella's still stuck in this spidery <laughs> web substance. It's like, oh, correct. Help. <laughs> oh. I'll chomp at it. I'll <laughs> gently chomp at the uh, the spider web. <laughs> chompy, chompy. All right. Um, so you you can get Ella free of it. Uh, and and <laughs> as guardians of the forest, you're a little horrified at the decapitated fake creatures on the side of the road. But other than that, uh, <laughs> Alex, your face. Whoops. <laughs> it happens. Um, they get a little overzealous. <laughs> good word for what just happened. Uh, all right. Uh, but that happened, and the path now appears to be uh, clear. Hey, everyone. DM Jazzy Hands back again with some abridged mid-show announcements. Let's see how quick we can get through these and get y'all back to the adventure. All right, here we go. Number one, Black Lives Matter. Number two, rate and review, please. Number three, join our Patreon. The merch store opened for patrons today, and they get a whole store-wide discount for the entire month of July. Patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge. Huge thanks to our heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty. Four, check out the episode notes for a free gold chest code for Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms by Codename Entertainment. Five, also check out the episode notes for our affiliate link to the DMs Guild, which you can use so that TLR gets a portion of all your purchases there. Six, thanks D&D Beyond. Okay, that's it. 
Thanks so much for listening. We hope you're enjoying this Adventure Babies episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. Now that Kit is in direwolf form, she wants to stay in direwolf form. So she's going to hop down and she's going to be walking on the ground next to Oxford and like trying Mm. to get butterflies and stuff, having a jolly good time. I love it. I love it. And Oxford sort of uh, is terrified of you at first, uh, uh, but after a little while, well, it's not super clear whether Oxford uh, likes you now or just has forgotten about you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Fair. Excellent. All right. And onward we go. Yes. Onward ho! All right. All right. Um, so onward you go. Uh, you continue on through uh, through the forest and uh, manage to... Uh, manage to... Uh, travel without any other incidents for the rest of the day. Uh, so thrilling as that combat was, uh, you all can uh, you all can bed down for the evening. Tell me a little bit about what your camp looks like uh, when you when you stop for the night. Pillows, pillow forts, <laughs> pillow forts that we're all kind of curled up together. This is definitely. I think a puppy pile situation. Oh. Kit and Bazira might not be puppy pile people, but I feel like baby. Uh, I feel like are. at this point, Bazira would jump into a puppy pile. Yeah, with all these in, animals. In oh yeah! Oh my god! And all the familiars. Oh, oh it's yeah! Adorable. Do we shower first? I feel like yes. Oh god! I, oh, oh, are you I concerned? Have questions. <laughs> I mean, I feel if like there's we're covered in that slimy goo. If you yeah. like to bathe in the pond, <laughs> sure, go for it. Do you remember being six? Yeah. Because when true, I was six, man. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I will say, if there's a river, Kit would probably or like pond, Kit would probably splash around in it just because. You're, you're you have fins, yeah, and it, right, and it does it does smell a little too. So like beyond I, just being also dirty, it was in my mouth. Oh my so yeah, god, totally. it's a little more visceral. Oh my god, yes. Has anyone ever oh, seen no. a freshly washed cat? <laughs> <laughs> no they on get the internet is dear ladies and gentlemen no. on the internet. <laughs> i have a reason for this no they get really spiky like their hair you just like spikes do. up it's i know but that's exactly <laughs> what happens to biz deer because she has like that little bit of fur kind of just all over fur. her body so she gets super spiky and she just like grumbles she's like i need this crap out of me <laughs> So yes, Bazir will try to find a place to wash and she'll still be spiky, but she will she will end up being very fluffy afterwards. Great. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. When yes, it yes, sees yes. that Bizdira is so unhappy, she'll cast gust of wind to help dry her off. Cute. <laughs> Cute. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Perfect. Perfect. So perfect. 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 I love it. Do she does like that, like, like you know. Do- Frolicking in the wind is like, oh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes uh, Flick. I was gonna say, do we need to take watch? Is this something that we need to like watch I don't out know. For, for? I mean, on the one hand, you're in the, the southern part of the Wildwood, uh, which is still you know within a day's travel of Rivers Hollow, so it should be safe. But Corbin mentioned that he was concerned about some things further up north, he didn't think they'd come down this far south. Uh, what do you think? I think you. that concerns me enough to suggest, hey. Should we take watch overnight? I forgot about it. I'm pretty sleepy, but it seems smart. I'll go first. Good night. (laughs) 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 All right. Anyone else want to follow? 
I'll go next. I'll take, uh, I'll take third. Okay. I'll go last. All right, let me have everybody make wisdom perception checks for your watch, and I'll tell you what happens. Flick, what'd you get? That's a 13. A 13. Uh, so during the night, uh, tell me, what does uh, Flick do to stay awake? Because you know them six-year-olds, they ain't gonna be one of these staying awake. They wanna take a nap. Well, but, they he, ad- but they won't admit it. Well, he is, in fact, uh, he still has a, maintained his bard status from, like, our show. So he um, is College of Rhyme, of the rhyme uh-huh. and so he um likes making up nursery rhymes in his spare time so i think oh. he would be sitting there kind of nodding to himself coming up with different limericks and great uh, i want to hear really one of those after art. i i want to hear mm. one of those after i get through everyone else's watch Maybe. so second watch bizdira what'd you get i got a 16 a 16 all right uh and what are you doing to uh stay stay awake and stay watchful I feel like she probably has some games that she plays with Marcel. Um, okay, like what? Like what? Like uh, like some like like hand games, like the little flippy, like okay, all that. Right. But then she probably also has like a set of like dice or cards that she plays with Marcel as well. She like taught him how to play like <laughs> okay, okay, or something. <laughs> uh, roll me a d twenty, just a flat d twenty. Twelve. Marcel beats you over. <laughs> And too over. good. He's too good. And Marcel know? says, uh, oh, well, the master has become the teacher, no? <laughs> Marcel is so French. French. <laughs> <laughs> I needed voices for all of your familiars. I should write down that Marcel is French because I'll forget. Marcel, French. French. Uh, it's okay. Better luck next time, Bizdira. French prick. <laughs> <laughs> Felt a little unnecessary to mention the French pop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ella, you are up next. What was your wisdom perception check? Uh, it was 10, although I will let you know that it's an interesting situation. Uh, as a Midbari. <laughs> Isn't it we, always with you? <laughs> we are stargazers. So we very often are uh, up at night in general and we mm-hmm. travel by stars, we navigate sure. by stars. So Ella doesn't actually pay a whole lot of attention. Uh, what she does is she casts Arcane Eye, uh, and she oh, has the eye like God. do the the surveillance around the camp while she just talks with uh, Giraffe about various star constellations, just looking up, not really caring too much <laughs> about what's happening around the camp. <laughs> oh my God, I love it! Uh, every once in a while, Giraffe. Oh, I don't have a voice for Giraffe. Um, you know, it's sort of related to. I do, but I'm not going to do that one. Uh, so I'm going to do this one, and uh, and Giraffe will say every now and again. Giraffe is like, shouldn't you be paying attention to the the camp? And Ella will just stop and interrupt them and just point out a new constellation and be like, Have you been to that one? And that one? Out of all the world, that one, that one in the world, like I got assigned to this one. He doesn't watch. He gets stuck in the spider webs. Uh, all right, but fortunately, nothing happens. Kit, what was your perception check? A 24. Oh, you see all. There's not much to see. Uh, <laughs> what do you do uh, now? So you you wake up a little bit earlier than everyone else. Uh, so what is what is freshly awoken Kit like? Oh, that is not, I thought you were going to ask what I was doing to stay awake. Um, freshly. I, I can also take that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, because I imagine freshly awoken Kit does not like to be freshly awoken. But, Mood. but I think Perfect she kid. also, like, she's woken up. None of, nothing's happened all night. She's last up and she is determined 
to continue with vigilance and let nothing attack her friends. Um, so she goes out with Ribbert. Um, and so Ribbert's uh, abilities all have to do basically with perception of various uh, <laughs> types. Mm. Uh-huh. So I imagine we do some like training exercises. Like oh, we like we, so like, we play like uh oh what's that game? Uh I spy with my little eye. That's what mm. we do. Yes, <laughs> very good. I spy. Uh and Ribert uh Ribert says, What's my turn? It's my turn, it's my turn. I spy with my little eye something green. A leaf. No. A goblin. Oh, no, where? Ah! <laughs> a tree. Nope. I give up. It's me. It's always him. It's always him. <laughs> oh, River. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, River is just high pitched. important notes (laughs) truly Uh, all right excellent so the night passes uneventfully uh looks like those war eater orcs haven't made it this far down south or anyway they didn't run across you yes robert uh ella well i uh i think ella every morning ella uh once we all wake up she gives everyone essentially uh, a reading of the stars and how lucky and amazing and awesome we are uh and with our inspiring leader feet uh we all have You're uh, ruining plus, my my temporary hit point pillow with this. <laughs> I didn't know you were gonna give us. A oh, well, neither did I. <laughs> we get plus eleven uh, hit points uh, for the next eight hours. No, you get eleven temporary hit points, right? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I said te- hmm. uh, temporary. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, one of those eleven is because you slept real good on that pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else we should know about the top of the day after a long rest? All right. No. So you continue on and the road winds and, and twists and turns through the wood. Uh, and it's sort of hard to keep a good track of the time because it is so dark under this canopy of leaves. But eventually you all manage to, uh, it's as you come out of the as you come out of the forest, you can see that it's uh, maybe an hour before dusk. It's been it's been a long day of travel, uneventful travel, which maybe made it feel even longer. Um, so about an hour before dusk, and you come out of the forest, and you can see that you've come out, and there's a little uh, there's a little like cart road that's running perpendicular to the wooded path that you all have been traveling on. Uh, and this little road on the other side of the road is what, according to the map that Corbin gave you, should be the Farrowind Farm and Farrowind Inn. Um, and you can see that there's a big uh, sort of farmhouse uh, with these large double, wooden double doors uh, that is is the inn and the home for the Farrowind family. You can see sort of behind uh, that building Oh, excuse me. Behind that building, you can see uh, a couple of silos and some fields and a pig pen. Um, and and yeah, that's about what you see. And then the woods sort of continue on the far side of all of that. Uh, the trees have been allowed to, to grow, continue to grow there. Uh, this little area was just cleared out quite a long time ago for the home, for the farmstead. Um, what are you all doing? We got to go up to the house. Mm-hmm. All right. See if we can find clues. Uh, Ella, what do you do with uh, Oxford and the cart? 
is there like a fence post or something that we might be able to tie? Yeah, you could tie it up. There's a few little places to like hitch horses at the front of the inn. Uh, so you could hitch it there. They're, they're definitely tall. They're real tall because uh, they're for, for grown up horses and grown up peoples. Oh, is Oxford like a, like a baby ox? Oh, <laughs> I have, I meant just for you to tie, but yeah, I think he is. <laughs> this Tira will help him since she's like towering over. Is Tira being tall over. is going to ruin all of my little people jokes, all of yes, my baby child size <laughs> jokes. And it, I'm so mad about it. <laughs> you let me be a squatch. You let me okay. squatch. All right. <laughs> Face the squatch. All right. That's it. Gosh. That's it. Using uh, business help, uh, Oxford gets tied to a tall post. Fine. All right. Um, doop, doop, doop. Hey. Okay. So you tie up Oxford in the cart to a post, uh, and you all can see as you get closer to the inn, to the farmhouse, uh, you can see that uh, the double doors appear to be uh, padlocked closed, and there's a handwritten sign on the door that says, Sorry, closed indefinitely. Can I just take a step back for a second. Sure. And question, why Life. some parents left their three-year-old at home to go to market? Oh, she she snuck away. Oh, okay. Well, but seriously? Did go to market and left the baby and the three-year-old yeah. alone? If we question everything that adults do <laughs> in this Muppet Baby universe... <laughs> <laughs> we won't be rolling right. any dice. Anyway. <laughs> Very normal. Very normal. Well, Super so here's normal. the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. In some ways, I mean, probably not for kids this young, right? But to some extent, it, it probably is almost normal because if kids have magic powers and can be adventurers, like they can probably take it. Oh, well, we lost somebody. Well, there we went lost Flick. Well, he'll we be back. Flick. Probably. Um, yeah, so if kids can be magic adventurers, uh, and then they can probably be left on their own for a few days. How's that? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Bastyr is open to just trying to open the door with her battle axe, but if <laughs> anyone else wants to try a different way, that's fine. Uh, do you mind if I do a quick check as a farmer to ascertain the state of the farm to see if like people have lived here recently or something like that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> As right. a farmer, <laughs> as you're, a farmer, you are, uh, yeah, make an intelligence investigation check. You can, I guess, have advantage since you're a farmer. Yeah, I can. Uh, 19 plus minus one, 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely, I mean, you can still see pigs that like seem perfectly happy in the pig pen uh, and the fields, you know, are relatively recently tilled. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you think it's been maybe not more than a few days, probably three or four mm. days since someone was here. Um, I would like to look and see if we can see any, uh, like footprints or anything. And I'm, so I would like to like kind of do a search of the perimeter, but I'm going to go one way looking for footprints and Ribert's going to go the other way and he's going to use his or sight, um, to detect any magic. Oh, okay. Okay. I love it. Well, let's start with you while I uh, do some quick research. Uh, <laughs> so you go ahead and make me a, uh, you can do a wisdom survival check if you want, looking for footprints while you go around the building. Okay. As you say this, uh, Ella will put her hand on your shoulder and you have guidance. So a D4. Oh. Yay. Add a D4 to your check. Thank you. I needed it. That was a 17. Whenever you're ready. 
Nice. All right. Uh, so you go around and you can see, I mean, there are plenty of, of footprints, right? Because people were here just a few days ago, but you do manage to see that a lot of the footprints sort of lead, uh, a lot of the smaller footprints uh, lead uh, around to the back of the house. And you can see that there's a little... Um, like a little ivy trellis set up on the back wall of the house. And you see mud that has like been tracked up and down the trellis. And you get the idea that maybe Lena uh, sneaks out of her window every now and again and climbs. I know she's three, just let look, ages mean nothing. Um, uh, she's maybe climbed up and down this trellis and you can see sort of at the top of the trellis, there's a window. Okay, I'm gonna wait for Ribert to meet me and then we're gonna climb. Alrighty. So Ribert goes around and, and as he meets you, uh, Ribert tells you, well, I, uh, mm, it looks like uh, maybe there's some magic. Uh, it looks like uh, like on um, those, some of the posts out in the field, some of that wood that's got those creepy people on them. Um, and you're like, creepy people? And you look out and you can see scarecrows uh, that are out in the fields. Uh, and uh, apparently uh, Ribert saw some magical symbols uh, on the posts that are holding up the uh, scarecrows. Okay, that's not super helpful, but <laughs> thanks anyways, Ribert. Now no, let's I'm... climb up this thing. Felt a little rude and I did what you told me, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, what are, so, so uh, Kit is climbing up. Uh, I will need a strength athletics check that I will get from you later. What are Bizdira and Ella doing? Uh, Ella will look at uh, Biz and then look at the lock. And she says, I can mend it. I can mend it. Oh, you mean after she breaks it. Biz <laughs> is like, that's all the permission I need. And she's going to start hacking at the lock with her battle axe. Oh my God. Okay. That attack roll. Nah. I mean, I assume a 17 hit the and then lock. Yes. I'll take the damage. object. <laughs> Don't don't get shitty about it. You could have crit failed and it would have been funny. That's true. Uh, 11 <laughs> points of damage. All right. So you managed to just slice through. Are you trying to like slice the lock or the chain? This is like a padlock and chains holding the doors closed. Uh, the chain oh. would be easier to mend, I think. I'll do the chain then. Okay, great. Okay. So you slice through the chain. Uh, it's like real loud. Kit, you can hear it around back of the house. Uh, if I hear it, I'm going to yell, sorry, guys. I found a way in! <laughs> <laughs> Ms. gonna be like, so did we! <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. All right, uh, so you managed, to, you managed to get the chain off, uh, and, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Ella, are you fixing it now, or are you gonna go in and <laughs> yeah. then fix it when you guys as, leave? As Biz goes in, Ella will spend a minute or two <laughs> repairing this chain. Okay, great. <laughs> Ella just sits down and picks up the chain and starts, starts I assume, casting mending. Yes, okay, as many great. times it would take. Okay, just uh, probably twice, so couple, just two minutes. All right, Biz, okay. you've got the door open. Are you gonna wait for Ella to finish mending the chain, or are you gonna go in? Yeah, uh, Ella waves you in. Yeah, I'm gonna go in, for sure. All right. Um, okay, so uh, let's hop back to Kit really quickly. Kit, how was that strength athletics check? It was good. It was a 17. Oh, delightful. All right. Um, 
So you manage to get up uh, and you find yourself in, where is, here we go. Uh, you find yourself uh, in what is very obviously uh, a child's bedroom. It's small, uh, pretty bare and undecorated. There's a small bed and there's little scattered wooden, like carved wooden toys and straw dolls all over the floor. Um, there's a few like scattered papers uh, that looks like Lena probably like drew on them with a piece of charcoal. Um, one, you, you you notice that a couple of these pieces of paper with the drawings on them are a little horrifying. Um, it looks like they she drew the scarecrows uh, out uh, out in the field, but like with really scary uh, faces. And it looks like one of them she drew like climbing up the side of the farmhouse, like where you just climbed up to her window. Oh, I look at that and I look at Ribert and I said, Maybe I was wrong. Maybe that information was helpful. And then I'm going to fold, gently fold up the paper and put it in my bag or pocket or whatever. Probably not a pocket, a bag. Uh, all right. Yeah, great. Put those in that bag. You can see there's a, a room also, uh, a door rather leading out of this room, I should also mention, because I'm terrible at remembering to tell people there are doors in rooms. <laughs> yes. Um, once I've put away these... Uh, drawings I'd like to see if I can find another child's room okay great so you go out uh, and you can see you're on uh your uh well obviously you're on an upper floor of the house uh and you can see just a little hallway with a couple of other doors uh leading off of it uh so roll me percentile like this is a very rich farm family yeah this well is they, also stories, run, they also run they also run they also run an inn the okay. downstairs is the inn oh, as oh, you will soon find inn. out Ms. Dira. <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, an 89. 89. Okay, great. So we will, I will tell you all about the other room that you find as you push open the door to the other room in a moment. But Bizdira, you walk in the door downstairs and you can see that, um, most of the room that you walk into, now I'm going to say something and you have to remember that you are six years old. It's a tavern. <clears throat> say it smells funny in here. Thank you. That's the correct response. Um, there's a bunch <laughs> of tables and a long bar, uh, and all of the all of the uh, lantern sconces on the walls are out. Obviously, are turned off, and and there's no one in there. Um, and you can see just on the left side of the room, you can see uh, a set of stairs that leads uh, up to the second floor. Um, she's gonna wander around the bottom see if she sees anything interesting because she knows well she doesn't know kids upstairs but she can right yeah um but yeah she'll she'll check around she'll look she'll actually uh she will look behind the bar specifically for snacks not for alcohol uh, or anything me, else make me an intelligence investigation check this is gonna be terrible i have a negative one <laughs> 17 yeah, you find some beer nuts. Uh, oh, she'll literally start walking around, like, eating the beer nuts, just kind of, like, looking around. Amazing. Okay, And great. be like, can't you find anything? Uh, can't make me wisdom perception check, because you're actually two floors up, so let's see if you hear her. Jesus Christ. Ooh, I don't think I'm the going The second floor to... are, the in, are the rooms for Let, and then the third floor is the residence. Yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, no, you don't hear so Kit, you push open the door to this other room uh, and you you can see that this is uh, this is the master bedroom up here and also a portion of it has been sort of uh, has been sort of uh, converted into a little mini nursery. Um, 
it's not that area where the nursery is is not not very large but you can see just behind some sort of makeshift screens uh there's a little wooden rocking crib a small chair uh and on that side of the room there's a window that looks out over the pig farm uh the pig the pig sty whatever the the pig pens pig pen. there we go thank you pig pen uh jeez <laughs> words wow um uh derp 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 uh, and then the the rest of the bedroom is uh, obviously the the adults part of the bedroom. Um, you can see in that room uh, there is uh, in one corner is a big uh, is a big chest uh, like a big iron locked chest uh, and and uh, there's you know a dresser and some curtains on the other windows in the room and a nice a larger nicer bed uh, and all of that good stuff. Um. Am I good to assume that assume assume that Ribert's uh, detect magic uh, also last ten minutes? Might it still be up? Yeah, definitely. Uh, not seeing any magic here in uh yeah, not seeing any magic in here. Okay. Um, I want to go over to the nursery portion and poke around there. All right. Uh, so you head over to that side, and let's see. Um, why don't you make me a wisdom perception check, please? Uh, that's a fifteen. Um, so there's not a ton in the nursery area, but you glance out the window that's there, and you can see super clearly from this uh, from this point of view. You can see the 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 pig pens and everything. You can also see the cornfields that are out there, and you notice uh, a little more clearly the uh, scarecrows that Ribert was telling you about. Um, but you notice there are there are three scarecrows all up on these posts, and you do notice a fourth post that seems to be absent a scarecrow. I saw this Interesting. <laughs> That's what Kit says. Very Interesting. seriously. Having yeah. flashbacks of Jeepers Creepers. Uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> all right. Bizdira, uh, what are you doing? And then we're going to hop to Ella real quick. But Bizdira, what are you doing? Kit didn't respond. Um, she's going to kind of shrug and just keep looking around, see if she sees any like things that would belong to anyone her age or younger to see if there's any signs of like scuffling or definitely don't see any children's types things down in this tavern uh Mm -hmm. and everything looks pretty clean like it looks like it was you know cleaned up for the day before whoever was here left so no obvious signs of of any you know foul play Mm -hmm. then she'll go upstairs Okay. So you head upstairs and you see just a long hallway uh, with five doors on either side. Uh, and and these are the, the in-rooms. Uh, Ella, I'll we'll hop to you in just a minute, Ms. Dear. Ella, though, you finished mending the chain. What are you doing with it now? Uh, oh, yeah, because I guess it's not attached to the wall. Correct. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's just trying that. to put it back as much as she can on the wall, but it, like, keeps falling to the ground. She, like, puts it back on the wall, keeps falling. It's like, mm-hmm. That's enough. All right, just leave it there. Okay, great. Um, what is your, uh, you know what, make me a wisdom perception check. Okay. Uh, 22. Oh, all right. Um, so you notice uh, as you try and put it down and uh, and it, and it, you know, the chain falls to the ground, you're like, man, eh, close enough. Um, you can hear, you hear a little giggle from around the side of the, of the house, of the building. Ooh, being a naturally curious girl, uh, Ella will start following that giggle. Not knowing about these these scarecrows by an onkeg. No, um, so you 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 follow uh, the giggle around the house, uh, and and as you get to the other, you know, to the side of the house, you don't you don't see anything immediately. 
Ella has played this game many times with giraffes. Okay. Uh, okay. And will cast Detect Magic herself. Um, so the Detect Magic, the other fun thing about it, and, and Ribert and you also have sort of learned to uh, filter this out when you detect magic, but Detect Magic in this world, it also detects Ur, right? Because that is the source of all magic. And so all of you are to some small extent suffused with Ur. Your familiars are beings almost entirely made of Ur. And then there are fey creatures uh, that have Ur in their blood, and they have the most, of, of most creatures on, on, the, on the planet, on the in the world. Uh, they have the most direct connection to Ur. And uh, so you have learned to sort of filter out creatures, to filter out, you know, gi giraffe and everyone. Um, but there is an unexpected uh, Ur-suffused creature uh, hiding in one of these barrels that you see on the side of, uh, of the inn there, of the farmhouse there. Uh, and before you can go and find out what it is, uh, I think we are going to take a little bit of a quick break, because you know... DM Jazzy Hands loves a, a cliffhanger, a ladder oh, hanger. Ladder hanger. So sorry, ladder, ladder hanger. Um, <laughs> we're going to refresh our drinks and take potty breaks because we're babies, uh, and you all should as well. Uh, grab yourself something to to drink, something to nosh on. Run to the restroom. We'll be back in uh, five to ten minutes or so, uh, and we will continue on this fun adventure. Don't go anywhere. We will see you all shortly. Okay, and that is where we are going to end it for this week, too, so that you all can, you know, do all of those things that we recommended all week long. I don't know. Whatever. Next week, we're going to release the rest of this adventure, and then the week after that, we will finally get the whole crew back together so that they can update each other on their days out, out in the city of the world below. So, follow us on social media at DND Last Refuge. Thanks to all the players, which this time includes story consultant Robert, and of course, thanks to all of you for listening. See you next week. Happy gaming, y'all. Flip books. Oh, God. Are you okay? <laughs>